pieces of shit. Great. There goes our first sponsor, Justin. <laughs> anyway, I have a cunning plan to fill it in. Star Wars movies are planned through 2030 by Disney. It has been revealed. I thought that was already known, or I thought, I don't know. I knew they had a plan. I knew it went long into the future. Looking at 12 to 15 movies between now and then, so 13, so one movie a year plus. Maybe sometimes we're going to get an average of 1.5 a year. Yeah, how else are you going to keep up? They, their, their plan is they're going to do a, um, a Star Wars store, an anthology movie every off year, and then every other year they do like a story in the main continuity. So that's, you know, this is a fucking Star Wars movie every year. I, now. I don't know. It's just like, I mean, if they're just going to like ignore their prequels, there's really not a lot of material to work with. It's not like the Marvel backlog of comics. It's like, you know, you have right. three, maybe six, if you want to count the prequel movies with a bit of story around those. I mean, unless they want to go into like full blown pulling legends and well, they, stuff yeah, out. They but, killed the expanded universe. So there goes like all of that material but yeah you're right they don't they don't have like that 50 year buildup of storylines to pull from or mm. copy yeah like it's Marvel okay has. though no it's all right because this article says that we can expect uh uh center spinoff films centered on new characters like cassian Andor, and k2so why would who? i want to learn about the guy who's already dead han sombrero himself who that one guy oh the bandit looking dude yeah, the guy who was just like, you know, there. I I don't have any interest. Such a in compelling that. character. Like that's a problem with this. It's like even if you start going into their new characters based on the two movies they've released, I really don't care about seeing the you know, you know, prologue or you know. Did you care about him anyway, though? No, that's yeah. the thing. It's just like I don't care to know his past, just as much as I didn't care to see him in the movie that he was already in. So I think they're stupid. I think whoever there decided to get rid of the expanded universe uh, probably should have hung themselves in their office. Well, they really didn't have a choice because the expanded universe had a bunch of arcane crazy rules that they need to get rid of in order to continue the story. All right, I guess they could have retconned yeah. some stuff, but to dump all of those storylines was probably a mistake because now we're left with stuff like not, K2SO, the yeah. movie. How about not make a Star Wars movie every year? Well, I think that's... part of what makes Star Wars cool for people is that they have to wait for it. And now if you just you're just gonna like force feed them Star Wars every year, they're gonna get it's like eating a big bag of marshmallows, you know? One is good, but are you gonna eat the whole bag? You're gonna be sick. You're gonna make Marvel movies is what you're gonna do. Dude, I love marshmallows. Justin. What's up? Uh I the burner under you is on. I'm feeling like you're about to spout re like a teapot about StarCraft 2 HD. It's StarCraft 1 HD. I know. I was seeing if you were ready. Oh, I, I honestly, <clears throat> I think I watched a little trailer of it yesterday, and I guess it's still like Derpy Dragoons is what I read. I don't know much about it. You might know more, but... So StarCraft is being remastered for everybody who doesn't know, just real quick. Yes, they're making an HD remake. I guess they're redoing the voices keeping the storyline you can actually use the replays you did in you know classic brood war in this new version so wait a minute they're getting new they're re-recording all the stuff i thought i read they're redoing the voices possibly okay whatever but so they're just doing like an hd upgrade of they're all the doing graphics basically. an hd remake of all the graphics they're keeping pretty much the core of it there so like all the units behave the same like you can still like Stack mutas, you have derpy dragoons and something else. I forget what they said. And then, like, you can use the old replays. You can also, like, you know, zoom out more rather than, like, the little tiny 480 by, you know, 630 screen you had. Well, yeah, if they're going to do it for HD, you know, it's, it's I assume it's going to work just like StarCraft 2. You can put it up on, like, a 4K monitor. Yeah, I don't know if they increase the amount of units you can select because I mean you still have that lower. Isn't oh. wasn't it a lower count of units you could have in that game? Mm, well, it was there. You only have a certain number who are like together at once, like hotkey together. Well, no, no. I mean like your total like army value. Like in StarCraft Two, last I played, it was two hundred. 
Oh, you mean your supply? Yeah, it's out of 100. Yeah, so, I mean, you can select less, but it's you have less on the map, so. I think it'll be okay. I'll they miss... might surprise you guys, and they might be changing more than just that stuff about the game. They might change those things, like, you know, the u maximum unit size. or. Oh, I mean, it's possible. I don't know. They, they, they made it sound like it is very much, you know, keeping the core of the game intact unlike you know starcraft 2 where they you know remade everything it is you know everything is the same updated graphics you can zoom out awesome so then we'll get warcraft 3 hd and diablo 2 hd that's what i was just gonna say but i don't believe they will actually do that because i compared to starcraft i don't think that many people played warcraft games in hd see i think the reason they know might be trying to do this is starcraft 2 sort of was like eh. it like was caught on for a while then it was sort of but eh. then like everyone's playing league now so like blizzard just has overwatch you know, like hey let's get back into rts koreans love their fucking brood war let's give them a wow. new brood war got i've wow. got good news for you though what's that according to our friend our friend yes mutual friend yes shaggy hair friend yes Okay. Saying that uh, matchmaking's back. Oh, yes. I forgot. Matchmaking in, and they're leaving in uh, BGH, and they're leaving in the islands, too. Yes. They added a matchmaking mode, so it's more like StarCraft Two, where you just say, I want to fucking play now. Which makes sense. I mean, because the old thing was kind of like... No, I mean, it is really a, you know, a nice modern feature. It's, you know, as, you know... We can, you know, shake our canes at clouds and whatnot, saying, you know, we hate quick saves and all that sort of shit. But it's it's a nice feature to have Whatever. for a lot of games these days. Half-Life 1 had quick saves, so I'll forgive it. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's great you can use matchmaking now because the old thing really sucked. You had to get on there and click on all through the maps, and then if you got in the wrong map, you'd have to, like, pass a pop quiz, otherwise they'd kick you out because it's like, this noob doesn't have the map. This guy's a faggot. He's going to take forever to download it, and he's going to suck. Yeah, pretty much. And then you're like, no, no, I have the old version. I, I just reinstalled. They're like, all right, well, what version? Of, what what unit is Goku? And he's a Super Saiyan. And you're like, ah, oh, it's a Zergling. <laughs> so and they're like, no, wrong. And then you're back. This is back when you actually had to manually establish the TCP IP connection when you were doing mm, multiplayer. Not quite that bad. You could still get on Bnet. So I've only had that happen to me one time. And it's when I first installed Counter-Strike. <laughs> um, I hadn't changed my player name, so it was the default player one. I like hopped in this game. I'm like, all right, I've seen V play Counter Strike before. Like, get on here, start killing people. And I just got kicked from the server. It's like you've been kicked, you know, bot or something like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, I thought you were a bot because you had the default. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oops. Well, that lasted all of, like two and a half minutes. Oh well, fix that up. The best is when you tell people who are having a long time downloading something because people will still play it on 56K. It's like, oh, no, Alt-F4, that's the command to download it faster. Someone got me on that on Tribes one time. <laughs> playing Tribes for about a month, and he's like, I'm on this training map. He's like, hey, man, you should open up you know, the cheat menu with Alt-F4. I couldn't show my face afterwards in there. I always had Max growing up, so it was like Alt F4 didn't do anything. Oh, yeah. So I got, got with it once. It was just like, uh, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it was funny. But anyway, that's hilarious. So hopefully future, hopefully, video games are going to undergo a little bit of a polish of renaissance because their new ideas seem to be wanting. So they're just going to go Zombie. back and mine all of like the abandoned wear from 20 years I ago mean, and just make they, it they're in doing, HD. They're doing Look the at... same thing as Hollywood though. Like they're, they yeah. re, they're remaking Total Recall with CGI. Like, I mean, look at like what Square Enix is doing. They're like re-releasing every Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, I know. Remastering I, it over and over again. I like, could not log on to Steam for like two weeks just because that sale was in my face all the time. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're remastering I think 12 next and that's like a game that came out like 15 years ago it's like it's not as old as you know the nes and snes ones and i don't know why are they doing that one it's probably easier to remaster one that's already 3d yeah but yeah no, but but it's that's fantasy say, so this is, can't talk true about it. it is also but i'm saying like new games that are coming out seem to have a lack of imagination and we like a lot of imagination on this podcast because you know good sci-fi comes from your imagination so like 
Mass Effect Andromeda. It's bad reviews, not only because of the bad technology, but the story is apparently very bad. Yeah, and I mean, some people Stale. like it, but like the I couldn't get into the Deus Ex games, the new ones, personally. I played a little bit of the old ones. I never got all the way through the story, but I got much further in those than I did these ones. I like the old one because it was written by Alex Jones. <laughs> That's my like. Elite NWO nanomachine infested. Nanomachines in the water, yeah, making our frogs gay. Breakaway sort of civilization, shit. they're trying to get all the pedophile vampire power and stage a fake terrorist attack to let the UN take over the world. Something like That's that. What the fucking plot is. <laughs> well, Alex had to apologize for the Pizzagate thing the other day. He did. Oh, he did? Yeah, he, he, and he acknowledged that it was fake. That he was misled. Oh man. <laughs> so you mean that John Podesta is not raping children in a no, storm drain under a pizza parlor in Washington, D.C.? Or they found something to hold over Alex's head. Oh, got you, something You on think him. that he's now a pedophile elite vampire? He's a psychic vampire now, they too? They converted him? Wait, maybe, what? Maybe he's a Renfield. Yeah, they, yeah. They... Wait, I thought there was the lizard people doing this. Oh, you, oh no. He, he went on Joe Rogan's podcast, and Joe Rogan got him high, and Alex Jones just went insane. Oh, I saw a clip of that, and I honestly, like, so I thought it was cut, like, cut different pieces just to make it sound confusing as shit. Yeah. And then I went, like, to go watch, like, the actual podcast, and I'm like, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw that clip. I'm like, the fuck? This is, like, a straight, like, you know, five-minute, like, Was it the thing Solid I sent you with the Deus Ex music? I saw that after I watched That uh, was perfect, though, with the music. Yeah, it, it, dude. There's a, a the pedophile vampires are forming a breakaway civilization, and he's all sweaty, and his headphones are coming off his head. And I'll eat my fucking shoe if like a percent of that is even you know correct. But like, goddamn, what the fuck is he smoking? Better start looking up shoe recipes, Justin. Yeah, yeah I heard boiled shoe is pretty good. Just ask you know World War Two Russians. Yeah, what? But I just want to say that. I would really love to play Warcraft, all the games in HD, but they're, I don't think they're going to do it. Just sad. Yeah, it's sad. But I read an interview a while ago where they said that they were not going to do Warcraft. I mean, I, I think they might have changed their... Maybe... Here's what I think, though. If it's Activision is counting their pennies and it turns out that Starcraft HD did really, really well, they might look at it. Be my thought. Or Activision's calling more of the shots now that Blizzard has, like <coughs> like you said, one game that's really driving most of their revenue, which is Well, WoW. I mean, and WoW is still driving a lot of their revenue, yeah. but... It's dying, though. Yeah, it, so. well, it... Loot, like, little, it, like, yeah. boxes and shit in um, Overwatch apparently accounts for a lot of money, too. And then, what I've heard. like, Hearthstone, I don't know if that was, like... That, that does pretty respectably well. Yeah. I mean, League and Dota are the two big names in games now where, you know... You know, Blizzard lost their edge in that. As far so as... ironic because it started out as a fucking Blizzard custom map. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they dropped the ball, and they were like, hey, we want, you know, Heroes of the Storm. It'll be great. And it's like, mm, no, uh, That won't. game wasn't too enjoyable. No, it wasn't. Consequently, you notice it hasn't been updated very much. <laughs> I think they went all in on casual, though, is what they did. Yeah, yeah. which, I don't know. That, and that's never how it was before... Well, no, I that's, that's I not how it should be. I'm just saying I would love to play like a Warcraft 1, especially Warcraft 2, like remade in HD. But I don't know. I, ho- I hope this HD StarCraft thing like really takes off then because then they might do it. I hope so too. What do you think, Justin? you think it's going to happen or do you think it's just Activision is going to you know, pull the football away from us when we go to kick it? I don't know. have to ask, you know, Kespa and whatnot what they're up to. They're going to actually do HD StarCraft as, uh, you know, they're, I don't even remember all the lingo for start, competitive StarCraft in Korea. I used to know it, but. Gosu? I only know Gosu means you're pro. <sighs> and there's the one guy, Boxer, who had the, pic, the photo shoot where he had the cape on, and they had him on top of a mountain. They have to, you know, start broadcasting HD StarCraft 1 on their GOM player. I think what it was. Gom player? I think that's what I used to watch StarCraft on oh. at like four in the morning. All right. I mean, people still log on to fucking iCup, so. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm saying, if people are logging on to custom ladders to still play your game from 1998 or 1997, whenever it was, like... I mean, it it is a very, you know, solid core, and it's enjoyable, but, you know, it doesn't get the same amount of people that, you know, look at that game and say, hey, I want to play this that had never played it before, you know, 20 years ago. So why do you guys think that StarCraft Two just it popped and then it kind of died in terms of esports. Was it just the reason too hard for people to pick up, or you mean why StarCraft? No, StarCraft Two. Mm-hmm. It was initially a big deal in esports, like yeah. when Wings of Liberty came out, and then I don't even play that much or haven't, but I noticed that like the conversation around esports, there's really nobody ever talks about StarCraft two anymore. It's mostly like, you know, Call of Duty and I mean they still yeah. have tournaments and stuff, but But they're not like They just don't draw the numbers as League and Dota. Because... I don't think Starcraft has the it's not um they're just I don't know. Hate to say the je ne sais quoi is not there, but yeah, it was just some, missing something, and it's just like there's some missing factor that doesn't make it appealing to watch because you can watch a StarCraft One game and have the Korean guy screaming about Plegu, yeah, and you laugh every time. Whereas, like you know, StarCraft Two, there were it was watching a match, like you either had to have a good you know announcer, or if you were watching it yourself, like you had to actually be experienced enough to you know know where to watch and where to go and whatnot, and it's. I don't know, StarCraft 1 seemed more accessible despite it looking like JPEG slidings around. It see, well, that's the best thing about it, though, is it seems very accessible, but then you realize that it's fucking impossible to do what the Korean pros do. Yes. Like, individually moving their Marines to dodge the lurker spines. Like, there's no fucking way I'm doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think, is the problem. And that StarCraft 2, I guess, is it's differently paced than StarCraft 1 was. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, it's just not that exciting. I just find it ironic that Blizzard's going to spend all this money doing this when there's already uh, the whole StarCraft 1 campaign remade. Yeah, but that's in the StarCraft 2 engine. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that it's already, it's... And they're not really going to remake it. I mean, they're, you know, they're not changing the core code. I mean, it's a lot, like, art assets and all that is a lot of work. It's not, you know, saying it's an easy task, right. but it's... Not making a game from the ground up. I know, this is going to be like Command and Conquer HD, right? I mean, they're they're not like redesigning. didn't play that one. They're not redesigning the whole engine. They're, yeah, yeah. They are adding Matchmaker though, so it's like it's going to be awesome. We're going to island people again. You're going to come. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. You guys are going to get back into playing. R.I.P. Trapster. Trapstar. Oh, we got to get up at five a.m. Five a.m. Anyway. 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 Did you guys have any more news you wanted to talk about? Any shitty movies coming up that we can watch? Oh, I sent you that one text. Remind me. Or... It was the Blood People. The Blood People. Theranos? Is that their name? Oh, oh, oh yes. Uh, the... Is that what they're called? I honestly forget yeah, their the, name every time. The Theranos Company. Theranos, yeah. yeah. The, their founders like essentially giving up her stock for free in, in exchange for not being sued by yes. people who take it. That's like the, I think you've reached the bottom of the basement. Yes, but that yeah. is. I, I don't know. I, I heard that on the radio driving to work, and I just started laughing. I was like, oh, my God. They can't my, be serious. It's like, who would take that deal? Take my worthless stock and don't won't sue me, please. Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a great fucking idea. I hope she stashed some of that money offshore. I mean, because just. She didn't. It's unfortunate. It's Wouldn't matter. She 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 didn't sell any of it. It's like four point five billion to zero. That's like that's how it just happened. Yeah. No. But I mean, yeah. she must. I find it highly improbable that somebody could accumulate that much net worth or that much value on paper and not have some money coming in from somewhere. No. I mean, I'm sure she like drew a salary and had like a bonus and everything like that. But you know, not anywhere near like you know, mega wealth, like $4.5 billion in net worth or something because she couldn't sell any of it because otherwise she'd lose control because <clears throat> she owned like half the company. Ah, uh, well, it turns out that looks like the right move would have been to sell it all when you could and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> but if they had gone to sell it, 
then they she would have had to open the doors and they would have found out it was fraud anyway. I would have sold it to a Chinese company, told them I'll give you half off. You just ask no questions. Two point two billion, let's go. Oh, that's a great deal. I'll take it. But yeah, they'll be like, Oh, of course. We market this in China, no one check. <laughs> we have a population problem anyway. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It'll help them with their population problem. Okay, now I'm out of news. All right, good. So after molesting a small blind girl on an airplane, molesting this movie starts. This is, this is the one with the blind girl, right? I watched the right movie. Yes. Yes. I watched Oliver Twist. Oh, uh, okay. there's what? your mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't remember the molesting part at the start of the movie. I made that up. Oh, okay. I tried to add some depth to this because this movie's fucking retarded, but... Yeah, there's no molestation <laughs> scene because this movie's like a made-for-TV uh, miniseries or whatever. Yeah. it would be. I'm saying it would be better and funny with one. Um, I, I, I still thought it was funny just, you know, like, where's my aunt? Where's my aunt? It's like, oh, my God, it's her wig. <laughs> and she's blind. Yes. And the one the guy's like, hey, blind girl, the guy who's crazy, the guy whose dad molested him. Oh, you mean fucking bag of dicks. Yes. Yes, that dude. Yes. Had no redeeming qualities throughout the entire movie, yes. if we're calling it that. Call it that for the sake of simplicity. I like, I like the way he died, though. I mean, that was funny. He redeemed himself then because he made me laugh. Uh, I mean... He'd, like, redeem himself by being a fucking asshole, by, you know, saving everyone. So, I mean, his asshole qualities, you know, I don't know. It's just, I hated that dude. Like, every moment of him being on screen, just like the actor himself, it's just like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to strangle you. Just like I want to punch every goddamn person in the airport who tries and pull that shit. It's like, hey, fucking cunt, stop that shit. We're all going to get there at the same time. You screaming and yelling isn't going to make it go any faster. Oh, do you have, do you have a personal story <clears throat> driving this? No, it's just like <laughs> I've just gone through, you know, airports before. And, you know, there's been people at the counter always, you know, screaming and yelling. Like, like, fuck off, bitch. Not going to help yelling. The plane's cunts? goddamn full. Did you say to them? Are you going to try and buy my seat? I'll sell it to you for like a grand. I, I can sit here, you know, an extra six hours for a grand. You walk on the plane and hit them with your diamond-topped cane. Give your top hat to the cabin attendant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just people who do that shit. It's just like the so main I thing I hate about traveling. Let's step back, though. Okay, people yes. People are on an airplane. People on an airplane. When suddenly... When suddenly... The northern lights hit. Right. They pass into the twilight right. zone, basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pretty much. It's like the twilight zone episode where they go back in time or something. The airplane is skipping around in time. There's dinosaurs and shit. Don't yeah. remember that one. Uh, anyway, an airplane's lost in time. So I feel like Stephen King might have seen that when he was writing this. He might have Again, subconsciously uh, thought about since it. Since I didn't know about this whole period of his life, only sort of like vaguely, is this like before or after he was like, you know, coked out of his head or was it during, was it? Like... Well, I, I, cause I have the book over there. It's like, um, <clears throat> it's like a collection of four novellas mm -hmm. and the Langoliers is one of them. And I'm not sure exactly when he wrote it, but I know the book is from like 1995 or four or something. Oh, so it's in that period where he may have wrote it before. But he turns right. out things pretty fucking quick. That's what so. I mean. He could have had it in his folder for like 10 years and then just decided, hey, I want to include this in my next like anthology or whatever. So I don't know. I would have to say based on the fucked up nature of a lot of the the events in this story that uh, in, there may have been some cocaine fueling it or... I think there might have been some cocaine and a late night where he was coked out of his... He was so coked up he couldn't move and he was in his armchair in the Twilight Zone episode where the lost airplane came on and he was just like absorbing. Got it. Yeah. Next one. He, he, he passed out in the morning he woke up like, I had a great... I had a dream last night. It was a great movie. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, right. he churned out the novella in like, you know, a day and a half. Just just like Harlan Ellison sued James Cameron for the Terminator because he said he ripped it off from two Outer Limits episodes. Well, I mean, fuck, it's yeah. probably James Cameron was watching that smoking out of his huge bong in Canada and was like, oh, man, what a great movie, eh? And people do that all the time. It's fucking... Oh, no, I know. I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong. Actually, I think that's the way that most creative stuff happens there really isn't anything like totally 100 percent new it's always kind of just a avatar was a completely new and original story didn't borrow from anything (laughs) wait you never seen dances with wolves (laughs) yeah but yeah i i mean i i'll agree with that it's you know it, it bugs me when there's always stories that come out you know the next big movie says you know oh like some, you know, movie from, you know, 15 years ago. It's like, oh, well, they, you know, stole the story from it. It's like, so it's the story. It's, you still have a lot to build up around the story. and Right, you got different characters, and it is like a different movie. The, the thing that I don't like is when they take, like, an old movie, like, say, Total Recall, which was great by itself, and then they just decide to remake it with the same name and just change a few things around and... Like, that's it, that's a bigger slap in the face. I mean, I know, like, you go through the legal channels to, like, say, well, we want to use the Total Recall name and make a new one and blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's like, okay, well, you, if you really like Total Recall, make a spiritual successor that is, you know, stands by its own merits, not on, you know, just its name. Right. Or, like, I'm thinking of, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, that movie, the first one, just the first one. That's based on a fucking ride at Disneyland. So I don't think there's anything really original about that concept because people already knew what it was, but they actually had different characters and built a story around it, so it was a good movie. Yeah, but it's Disney. They can do whatever they, they want with their up, own but... shit. Well, I I saw the first one. I think I saw the second one, and it's questionable what happened after that. I don't really remember. Well, it's it's like... The first one, you understand there's a beginning, middle, and end to the story, and you understand the cast and the players in the story and everything. It's just the second two, you don't know what the fuck is going on. It's just confusing. Oh, yeah. I I never got into those movies past the first one, so. Oh. Oh, boy, blood. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, Yes. But then they changed the ride to reflect the new movie they wrote. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. So, like, hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. Now, instead of when you go down the little water slide thing to the... You've ridden on it, I assume. Uh, when I was very... You go down... You, like, you're in the water eight boat, or nine. You go down. There's, like, the, right. the bay and the town where the pirates are. There's yeah. no skull anymore. It's, it's all redone Jones. to be Pirates of the Caribbean. So, yeah. like, uh, evil Davy Jones with his tentacles is, like, a, one of those mist holograms above the drop saying, like, dead men tell no tales. And then the end of it is, like, Jack Sparrow has all the treasure now instead of just the pirate guy. That's kind of sad. I like the, like, old, tiny-looking things that look and like they were straight out of the 50s. The, the guys who are on, like, the spinning cars, like the, the mannequins who are on the spinning carousels, they're no longer chasing the women. The pirates are all chasing other men because now it's, you know, it implied sexual misconduct was about to happen. It could still imply sexual misconduct is about to happen. Well, that's, that's what I don't get, though. <laughs> it's to rob them, though. <laughs> like, things like that, and I believe this... It goes back to that, the, what we're talking about. But you, you, I don't know how they can take source material like that and expect to make it, you know, family friendly in that, in that way. I mean, literally, pirates are like all about, you know, raping and stealing. Right. It's like they're fucking murderers. They, I mean, they they kill people, they steal the treasure, and then they they like loot the women and all that too. And they, I mean, they blow up the port towns, and that's what, that's the whole thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's. Maybe maybe the guys in town are worried about getting stabbed, though. I don't know. What ifs? Arrested development. Aren't you worried about being you're worried about being stabbed in prison, Grandpa? In a manner of speaking. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> it's been a couple years since I've watched that show. I need to get on that again. But it's just you know, like in this thing, the Langoliers. It doesn't. I don't think it really matters that much if they. It was based on spiritually on a Twilight Zone episode because 
I don't know. It's, it seems very different than that. Because I know the one Clark's talking about, and it seems very different than that episode. Like, the Twilight Zone episode just kind of scratches the surface of what happens, like, in a half hour, you know, to this plane that goes back in time. There And it I, doesn't really explore any of the, the character dynamics or anything. But again, I think, I mean, the book might be a little different, but it's the same problem that whatever the thing was called that we lo- watched last time. Uh, Tommy Knockers? Yes, that the character count could be, you know, knocked down, you know, two or three. Yeah, so pretty they're all, easily. They're all surface. Um, what's his face? The guy's name, I can never remember. Dean Stockwell? Australian dude? No, it's Dean Stockwell, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nerdy he's, dude? He's the professor guy. The professor writer guy who's like, I, he's oh. doing the Captain Kirk thing, like, I deduce you're blind. Like, yeah, that yeah. that sort of shit. Yeah, that guy. But that's his character. Like, if he was just some fucking asshole, I was on three pages of a book. It's like this guy's a pompous douchebag. You'd forget about him. But you're right. Same problems with Tommy Knockers. That when you go back to make it into a a movie, quote unquote, you have to add some depth to these characters if we're gonna having to like interpret everything ourselves rather than the author telling us. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, just some of the it's. It felt like, you know, a lot of the actions some of the characters played could have easily been, you know, combined into, like, you know, the Australian dude or the pilot as well or something like that. Like You mean roll them into one character? Yeah. Like, roll, you know, like, drop two characters, roll their their traits into, you know, one person type thing. It's It, it just seemed a little bloated for, like, what they actually did with a lot of the characters, especially, you know, in the three hours they had to do with the characters. I guess, but I mean, when you have more people, so you can go into the frozen airport and have different scenes. Yeah, I, I know. It's it just seemed. And you can open the sodas, and it's just like nothing happens. Pop, no fizz. Where's the fizz? It's trapped in time, or it hasn't gotten there yet. I guess. No, it's already passed. Yeah. It's oh, already passed. oh, oh, oh! Right, 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 right. Again, okay. I, I the whole notion of. Why, like, fizz and chemical reactions have already passed, but, like, the fact they can still breathe, which is a, you know, chemical reaction, I guess, is strange to me. It's like, I feel like you go back in time, you should just die if, you know, the soda isn't fizzing, then, like, you shouldn't be able to... No. The way I always... I thought you were losing time in your body as, like... I, it doesn't make any sense. This is written by a crazy guy who was probably drunk and on cocaine and had just played dry as a Twilight Zone. Okay. So, but there's, I think they don't they make mention too that like part of what is sustaining, like the world that they're in is like their own, like perception of it, that even though it's being waited, they're waiting for the little Langolier things to come and eat, the remains of the day. But that, like, part of what makes it exist is that, like, they're alive and they, like, believe in it, kind of. I, yeah, I think part of what makes it exist for them is that they're there at that time. Right. Yeah. And that, it, I don't know, it's just lost, like, a part of what makes it actually fully reality. Like, I always think of that Star Trek episode where they get sent back into the OK Corral and they're trying to, like, make the chemical, like, um, knockout gas work and it won't work because actually even though you can like touch and feel everything in the place it's not real it's like a projection of their imagination so you can't actually have like a chemical reaction occur i was thinking of the one where jordy and uh um ensign row are out of phase oh yeah yeah that's what this reminds me of especially the end oh where they get brought back into phase yeah yeah like right in the airport holding hands. Yeah, so, yeah pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> question about that. So they landed the plane at LAX, probably one of the busiest, maybe second busiest airports in the world after Atlanta. Is LAX? Okay. Take they just. For it. I mean, it seems that way. I think. I feel like you know they. You look at a flight map. It's like. Atlanta lights up, you know, bright yellow, and LAX also lit uh, up bright yellow. Are you trying to find Shia LaBeouf's flag, Justin? No. So okay. wait, but um, no, 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 but what I'm saying is they parked the airplane at, you know, one of the gates. Yeah. And then that airplane 
gets brought back into, you know, the current time period, so right? So you're saying another airplane should have, like, instigated it or something? Yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That, like... Telefragged it. One, either, like, the <laughs> airplane they were on or the airplane that was sitting there should have been gibbed instantly and, like, you know, hundreds oh, of people... Telefrag. Yeah, just yeah. died. That would have been awesome, but I don't think they probably had the money for that. So no, and I what think was just... actually happening though that like they they took off from like the past, and then they watched it get destroyed and eaten up, and they were actually flying the plane forward in time so that they could like sync up again. Well, it, yeah, in the end they escaped, yeah. or like in the mid end they escaped the Langoliers on the ground because I guess that, that particular incarnation of the airport is being eaten at that time because right. it, it expired scheduled right demolition. it's scheduled to be demolished and eaten up and then they get away from the langoliers and they go back forward through time but they have to like over pressurize the, the plane and knock everybody out to make the trip well so basically if they go through whatever that aurora thing was that brought them back in time the first time yeah the only reason they survived on the plane versus everyone else is because they were asleep so they need to be asleep again going through that so they don't you know vanish for some reason oh so that little girl's Anne is dead forever yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and then the same with the Australian dude. He just, like, vanished like that. And he's like, oh, my God, it's like creation itself. It's so beautiful. Did you miss that part? I was probably laughing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was funny, but he's like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. And he's, like, looking at the lights, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, his watch drops to the seat. He's a convict anyway. Who cares? I thought he was, like, some kind of, like... Where is he from? Oh, Australia. You're right. There we go. Okay. Yeah. They're all convicts. Pre-crime. Already guilty. <laughs> guilty for three generations. Right. You have to go to the labor <laughs> camp to shed the dishonor of your betrayal. Don't you kill yourself because then you're, de you're denying the state your labor, so that's a separate crime. And they're going to put you in the prison camp again. They're going to teach your corpse a lesson and lock it up. Do they actually do that in North Korea? Lock people's dead bodies up? Yeah. No, I think they probably put them into the food or leave them to be eaten. Feed them oh, to dogs like yeah. Kim Jong did to his uncle? Allegedly. Allegedly. We know it happened. So, yeah. yeah. Whatever. They can't even... You know what? We fuck know them. that fat fuck did fuck that. Them. Boy Scouts <laughs> in America can make nuclear reactors and we can... Hobbyists here can launch things into orbit. They can't launch one fucking missile off the ground. It's pathetic. When you only have, you know, state-sponsored internet that, like, has, you know, <laughs> their version four of sites. Linux. Have you ever tried their version of Linux? No, I it haven't. It is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh. I saw I mentioned that. Okay. It's written to run, like, on a Pentium 1 33 megahertz chip. Like, it's like, bare bones bullshit. And every all the networks. Fridges stuff. and toasters here can run it and whatnot. It's, it's pretty much smart fridges would dominate it. It's, <laughs> it's all it's all like geared towards fucking like uh, keep all the internet settings are like, oh, we're pouring towards the Korean in intranet with their websites on it. God. I wonder, how many websites are on the North Korean intranet? I'll bet it, it's it, probably it, like our internet circa 1995. No, so it's, they need a guide. To it's show honestly them. like, you know, I think it's like 15 or so like things, <laughs> but it's like, you know, three oh. of them are, you know, news in quotes, yeah. and then the rest of them are just, you know, pictures of Kim Jong-il or whatever, or his dad or the other dude. I don't know. Had that thick book. The yellow like, pages. It was like Honeywell's like yellow pages for the... Uh, yeah. For the internet. Yeah, the internet yellow pages. Yeah, and there was like a total of 3,000 websites. <laughs> and then it was the internet yellow pages on CD when it got too big to be on books, right. and then they gave up because it was just too big. Right. And then Google came. And then Google indexed everything for us, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, no. Well, North Korea is still probably using Lycos or... Have you seen the, the, the news reports that are going there? Oh, I mean, I saw the one um, Vice documentary about going there. Was that the one where they went to the computer lab? Yeah. And all, all, like, the people who are obviously farmer, like, peasant farmer slaves who are busted and given, like, white shirts to wear are trying to click on things, but they don't know what they're doing. And there's only one guy in there who knows how to use it, and he's a scientist. Yeah, and they, like, actually, like, bring him over. It's like, oh, look at this guy. Look, look at, at him. this look this at one him. guy. Look at him. He's logging into Gmail. Look at him go. And then, like, they point the camera over to, like, this other people who are just, like, sitting at, like, a computer, like, clicking stuff on the mouse, but it's a black screen. <laughs> They look like they're afraid to click on shit that's wrong. Like, a few of them are just, like, aimlessly clicking on, like, desktop, 
browser, <laughs> desktop. I'm just going back and forth. Yeah. And this guy's like, I'm logging to Gmail. Check out my scientific paper I published. Yeah, it's... Mm, I don't know. that. I mean, getting off topic from, you know, the movie, but yeah, the, the Vice documentary for North Korea is just... I don't know, it's pretty fucking insane. I mean, I know they have, you know, their slants and biases, but I mean, it's just straight up crazy shit. Wasn't there a guy that went to UC that did something stupid here, and like, yeah, no, no, the guy, I don't know if he went to UC. He might have gone to UC, but I think it was like Wilmington or something. It was somewhere close by. Some fuckface. The guy tried to steal the banner. Yes, his church group or something. He tried to steal the banner as a souvenir, and now he's in prison for fifteen years doing hard labor there. Oh, that's actually what happened to him. <clears throat> yeah, he got sentenced and read his statement of remorse. Yeah, and... which begs the question to me: Why do you even like? Go there. Go there in the first place. Well, I mean, you know how spread fucked the up words. It is. My problem is, it's like you go online and you read about people visiting there, and it's the same experience every time because they have you pretty much on a track. Say you can only look here where we actually water the grass, type thing. Why would you want to go there yourself and be like, "Yep, that's exactly what it was." Like, it doesn't make any sense to me to spend, you know, you know, $5,000 to go over there just to have the same experience that you can get, you know, watching someone else's experience online. It's like, it's not, you know, like, you know, visiting some, you know, town in, you know, Germany or Italy or something like that. It's where you have, you know, experience, you can try food and whatnot. The food there sucks. You know what the experience is going to be. Why the fuck would you go? I don't know. Especially you're just giving, you know, like, a dictatorship money. It doesn't make any sense. Especially if you're sense. an American. Why would you go there, especially if you're an American? Because you must know that you're automatically on their radar as somebody that they are just going to fuck with somehow because they want to extract money in, like, a negotiation settlement to get you released eventually. Or get Dennis Rodman over there. Or I guess does the new guy like Dennis Rodman still? I, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody I, I guess Dennis if you're a Rodman. celebrity, you're kind of inoculated because they like celebrities. They worship or, them. Yeah. It's hilarious. Or the leaders like them. I shouldn't say this about the North Korean people because, like, nobody hears anything from them. No, they just... Yeah. What they like is, you know, food. Yeah, food. Just food. If they get food, they're happy. and shelter and heat, right? (laughs) And the basics. Not having to eat your children during the post-Soviet famine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's... You hear about the people who escape, and it's just sad. It's like, why the fuck would you ever want to go there? It is an awful place. Sorry if I crush people's dreams, but so it is. So it's kind of like a place that would make you think it should be eaten by the Langoliers. But that's, yes, that's... It, no, it literally is a place, <laughs> like the sky's you know, ten years in the past <laughs> minimum, and it's like, okay, you've been sitting around too long, North Korea. You guys are going to get eaten by the Langoliers if you don't try and catch up to the rest of the world. Oh, geez, maybe they saw it and they quit because it was just too fucking bleak anyway. <laughs> But that's what I think of, like, you know, North Korea is like the sky's fucking like purple hazy and stuff like in the movie or what, and everything's kind of, they don't have carbonated beverages. There's no <laughs> fizz in them at all. It's yeah. just syrup water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That one fat Spanish guy seems to like living in North Korea. You ever seen that dude? No. I don't know. He's some deluded Basque guy who's a who's the official like outreach member of the communist party and all the North Korean people humor him, but he's just a useful idiot. I mean, I'm sure the North Korean government's happy if you know, do you want to know what his background is? What is that? His parents are pretty wealthy. Shocking. (laughs) Anyway, the Langoliers. Yes. Um, all right. So we have to go back to the air in the plane. They get out of time. They go back to the airport but I think there's some character dynamics that need to be explained because the one guy is crazy who yells at the little girl, the asshole guy. Yes, the business dude. Yeah, the business guy's crazy because his dad, like, raped him. Well, his dad pretty much was, like, you know, what an Asian parent would be if they were, like, white. You know, like, super strict, hardcore. <laughs> it's like, you got an A minus? What the fuck? It should be an A. It's like... He seemed like a he was the embodiment of Wall Street guy to me. Like just extreme. Like Gordon Gecko, like if he ever had a kid. Yeah, just like don't ever well, I guess meaner than Gordon Gecko, because he seemed like he'd be nice to his kids, but like never be late. You know what happens if you're late? You get eaten by the Langoliers. They eat all the time that you waste because you're stupid. Well, I mean like be on time. There's a little bit of like crazy in there about, you know, the Langoliers <laughs> since like 
no, like literally nobody's ever heard of, you know, the Langoliers except, you know, this one crazy dude who was telling his kids this. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's just like super strict parent that like, you know, smacks their kid at, you know, the slightest, you know, bit of getting out of line. I don't know. It's just. That's the way to do it. Is it? I mean, it seemed like, you know, the pilot and the Australian dude and other... It's fucking Stephen King. I just realized something, that the Langoliers are kind of like that episode of that the one show. I can't remember what, with the Grither. The Grither. Oh, Tales from the Dark Side. Yes. It's a great show. It is a great show, but it's like the thing the parents make up to fuck with the kids turns out to be real. Right, because if you keep mentioning it, it actually, like, creates it. The, the paper mache arms come through the window and break your neck, but... Yeah. Yeah, like, it's... It, that's right. I guess now, in retrospect, it all makes sense. Stephen King must have been coked out of his mind, sitting in his chair, like watching all this shit on TV, and just been like synthesizing something of an idea that is sort of derivative of all of them. Yeah, which is cool because it turned out to be an interesting story. But I think that's what always sets his stuff apart, though. Even if it's very similar to other things, like in terms of plot, like he always takes a long time to actually. I focus on the characters themselves and build up like interesting people. I mean, it maybe in the books they come across uh, more interesting, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what Grant's saying though. Is that like whoever is adapting these as screenplays? Because Stephen King, I don't think, is doing the screenplay well, adaptation. It's he just, he like, tried. Just well, it tried to try, but for this one, it's just like this guy from Wall Street is asshole. New scene. His dad is mean. Next. <laughs> it's just fucking tough because I think I don't know how long this this novella is. It can't be more than like a hundred pages or so. But a lot of his stuff is like eight hundred pages long and how do you turn that into a two hour movie or you can't ask the people who did Harry Potter. Hire Peter like, Jackson. Yeah. Right, but Harry Potter I think it lends itself to a movie very well because you don't have like you can, you know what I mean. You look at the plot and stuff. Like things happen in a very linear way in Harry Potter. Like you know who the players are generally. It's focused on three people mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in Stephen King, you have like a huge ensemble cast of characters player. for everything, and and each one of them gets like at least two chapters. And <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Ask the DB Weiss and DB Bainoff then. Yeah, but they're they have you know seven seasons to you know make. Seven books? Six yeah, books? I always forget. I, they could do it. I'm saying that Stephen King is ready for the world of Netflix and HBO. Yeah, like long-form television. Like, you know, you're going to watch, you're going to, the story of the Langoliers, you know, that's a whole season, maybe, like, that you can do it with. There, there we go. We'll pitch Stephen King on this idea. He can have his own Amazon well, or Netflix show. That's kind of like, he hosts um, it with a skull full of wine. they're not pitching him on that already? I've been, <laughs> I, I heard uh, about, like, American Horror Story. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Like, basically, it's that same sort of style. It's like, you know, I think it's Amazon, but it has, like, you know, you know two, FX. three seasons. Yeah, it's And, TV. like, but it's straight, like, you know, season one. This is the story, fleshed out twelve episodes or whatever, ten episodes. In the next season, it's you know, doorway season one, new story, new characters, whatever. But so. the interesting thing about that one is it's it's new season, new characters, but it's always the same actors. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. They, the same the same cast comes back and they just play different characters. So I didn't. I've never. Seen I haven't it. watched it that much either. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's something that sets that show apart but i agree with you it's that's kind of the format that a lot of this stuff should have is a you know you you tell the story over like one netflix size season or something like eight episodes or well i mean let's see how you know the dark tower does and maybe stephen king has you know some balls to swing around hollywood and say hey netflix give me a deal stephen king needs to be the new tales from the crypt keeper guy that's what i'm saying like tales, <laughs> tales from the coke keeper like he can be there in his armchair with his book reading it and it'll be like Stephen King's spooky stories. Just has a pile of, I you would, know, white powder next to him. I love a new anthology show because those are really fun and they only show them on like, you know, uh, classic television but They don't make them, yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you guys know this, but, you know, Goosebumps was like a great... Yes. Goosebumps. Dog. You remember the dog in the intro who barked the Goosebumps theme? <laughs> like the green eyes. Wait, okay, wait. So I I think I might be crossing uh, old TV shows in my mind. Was Goosebumps the same one where, like, it started out like the kids were, like, telling stories around a campfire? Um, or was that something else? Like, are You Afraid of the Dark? Maybe that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. You're thinking of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. 
where they have the initiation to the Society of Midnight or whatever for the kids. Jesus Christ, dude. I, I just remember the campfire. You're, like, getting hardcore into this right now. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's that same style where it's, you know, very much, you know, one episode has, you know, a thing, or maybe it's a couple episodes long, but it's never, you try to make it into a full movie or something. They keep trying, though. This is the interesting thing. It's like they... So, I, I guess, I haven't really looked into it too much, but is Dark Tower one movie? No. Okay. Thank God. Because I would be, like, very worried, because that's, like, 12 books, 15 books or something. No, I think they're trying to make it into three or four or something. Mm. Okay. That's still a lot to shove into three movies. It is, I don't think they're going to do it right. I'm worried, because it's just, like, I don't know. Let's cast Idris Elba. How about you cast no-name people and tell the story? <laughs> it's not like it hasn't been done successfully before. I mean, uh, like, they did it with um, The Green Mile. was like a serialized book, basically, that he released in parts. And then the movie's really good, and they, they found a way to do that. The movie is the best comedy movie ever made. <laughs> is that the one with the mouse in yes. prison? And, yeah, I never saw the movie. Oh. The one where Tom Hanks is doomed to live forever, but... He keeps getting older. He does. He has eternal life, but not eternal youth, or something, because the magic black man he killed was God's son, or something. So he's cursed to live forever, but he's gonna get old and like be be the crypt keeper, dude. Oh, neat. Yeah, I know, because the end of the movie, the guy's like, "Wait a minute, that was like seventy years ago. How are you still alive?" And Tom Hanks is like, "Don't know, lol." And there's that fucking mouse who should have died fifty years ago, and he's still alive. And he's like, "Fuck, I'm gonna live to be like three hundred. But life sentences. Why can't he kill himself? Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, though, life sentences. Like you say, you know, you have a life sentence, but isn't it only like 120 years or something? So, shouldn't he like be getting out at some point? Well, this no, is, it's, this it's, is it's, God. So it's, it's, you know, it's divine like punishment. Scale. It's divine um, punishment for destroying something that God wanted, I guess, protected or whatever. Uh, Every uh, it was a retarded black or a mildly retarded black man, a simple black a man. simple black man who had magic healing powers to touch people. Where was he on the scale? And he shined <laughs> he shined your shoes and did some dances and and whistled and <laughs> what the fuck. It just it went off the rails there for a second. <laughs> oh, I'm am just saying that that's. Obviously, it's a book set in a specific time and place, to put it that way. No, no, it is like very. That's how he is characterized, yeah. though. Like, like uber simple, yeah. like borderline retarded. You know, very minstrel show type stuff. But I guess that's just the setting. That's a setting, yeah. But it's it's still kind of funny. Anyway, they they can do something successfully like that. It's just that this thing, like the Langoliers, I just it. I don't know. It's very. It's a funny, funny thing because they're trying to be serious, and I don't know. Once you get into the CGI from the mid '90s, the TV style CGI, then it becomes very yeah, watchable, but very you can't take it seriously anymore. No, it, it Pac-Man things are coming at you. <laughs> it it was very. I mean, it was. I oh, mean, you mean their reveal? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it just like. I'm just, like, waiting for these, like, you know, monster-looking, you know, type things that are, like, horrible beasts-from-the-depths type thing, like, all crazy-looking. And it's just, like, this crazy-looking, you know, black Pac-Man thing that, like, you know, joke with each other. It's like, hey, let's go under him. Yeah, boy. And then, like, pop up under him and eat him. I'm trying to think what they remind me of. They remind me of something from another movie. They remind me of, like, the things from Mario... The big black balls on the chain. Chain chomps. Uh, yep, chain chomps. Chain chomps. Yeah, but they, there's some, some other shitty thing they remind me of. Yeah, I got that same sort of feeling when I was watching it. I was just like, I've seen this before, I feel like. Actually, I think, I think what it is that the the um, the superimposition of the CGI onto the regular people looks like, like Birdemic. The movie you're talking about where the birds are CGI JPEGs floating around. Oh. And the people are just swinging brooms at them and they're not hitting them because they're behind them in the layering. Yes. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> uh, maybe it, that didn't, that's not what it reminded me of. But uh, if it reminded you of that, then whatever. It did. Okay. It's really funny when that the Wall Street guy gets eaten by them. I was glad he was gone. <laughs> and... I think 
it was like they were taking off from the airport in Maine or whatever. And I was like, well, I guess the movie's almost over. And it was still like 45 minutes left. I'm like, how the fuck are they going to pull out 45 minutes from this movie? Boy, I bet you're glad you asked that question. No, I wasn't. They have to go back to sleep. Yeah, they spent, you know, 30 minutes. minutes trying to figure out how to go back to sleep. Right, what do we do? Let's all read this book together. It's called The Langoliers. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 I got a better idea. They they should have gone up to the in-flight entertainment system and had the, they put in the tape of the Tommyknockers and turned on the cabin TV. Oh, that would have put them to sleep. And everybody would have been out. Yeah. Dead. They would actually would have been dead. They probably would have gotten so sleepy would have suppressed their autonomic functions and would have died. Again, though, you say that there's no chemical reactions allowed there, so how does the plane fly? Well, that they said everything within the plane is still in the current time frame, so, you know, chemical reactions and other stuff take place inside the plane because they put the fuel... Well, they oh, took the beer yeah, can yeah, into the right. plane and then the fizz came back, so they put the fuel that didn't work outside of the plane into the plane, and they oh. said, like, basically they hand-waved away saying, oh, yeah, we'll just have the... Plane engines suck the fuel up. I'm like... Doesn't somebody what? light a match in the airplane or something? Well, yeah. they had a matchbook they they got from the airport, and they like tried to light the matches from the airport matchbook, and it didn't work. And then they took the matchbook onto the plane, and then, woo, right. matches. That's an FAA violation. It is. Mm-hmm. That'll get very, you thrown off a plane. Serious. Yeah. No smoking. No smoking allowed. Well, could you smoke in 95 on a plane? No. Or no, they ban it. You couldn't smoke like in after the fucking 60s. Like, oh. Oh, I get, never mind. I guess you still can in the third world, but in most of your first world airlines, no. It's been no smoking for like 30 years almost. Okay. I'm fine with that. Just, just next time you're on Egypt Air, just FYI. Egypt Air? Yeah. Next time you're in Egypt flying around, people might be smoking. Oh, I'm not planning on doing that. They might be literally smoking, too, after the bomb goes off. Wow. Wow. That is racist. Or <laughs> after President Trump goes hey, after them. look. Not all bombs, okay? Huh? Not all bombs, Justin. Not all bombs? Not all bombs. Okay. Mostly? Mostly. Just like Stephen King movies, honestly. <laughs> They're not all bad, but mostly they are. Mostly, yeah. Mostly they are all bombs. Like is there one that isn't like? I mean, they're fun to talk about because they're bad. But is there one that's actually like The Shining? I is c- the only one I can think of. But it's Kubrick, though. That was like right, a it's very, yeah, very. And didn't Kubrick different. take a lot of you know creative liberties with it, saying like "fuck you," I'm making your story better type thing. Uh, to the benefit of the movie. Yes, to the benefit of the movie. I would say definitely, yeah. And didn't King get like all his panties in a twist type thing? And Stephen like, Kang. Stephen yeah. Kang. Like, Stephen, ah, I don't think, I don't think anybody book. who's creative is pleased when somebody says he disavowed gonna, it. Right. He said he didn't like it because they changed the story, but then he tried to have a miniseries made of it in like, I don't know, like the late 90s and it blew nuts too. So, Yep. That's kind of what we were saying. So that begs the question of what's next week then? That's StarCraft in HD. Yeah, let's play StarCraft HD and narrate it for an hour. I thought there was some movie that came out that was sci-fi related. Which one's that? I don't know, man. Okay. I thought there was one. What's it about? It's in space, man. Whoa. What oh, was the where one? they find the, the life on Mars or whatever, and it like turns out to be evil and starts eating Ryan Reynolds or something? Yeah, Ryan yeah. Reynolds. That was the name I'm trying to think yeah. of that was in the movie. Maybe that was it. Sounds stupid, but, you know. I'm just throwing ideas out, man. All right, I, I don't know this. if you got a better one. Let me look at the side movie. Probably not. This movie. Let's see what it's called. Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool. Oh, it's not. Is it out yet? It is out. It's okay. out right now. It's called Life. Yes. Or I can go watch Logan. I haven't seen that yet. Is that sci-fi? No. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. This is a movie about astronauts in the International Space Station. <clears throat> Unlike Gravity, which is about Unlike astronauts Gravity. on the International Space Station. 
There's a shuttle too, wasn't there or something? I can't remember. Who cares? Um, I think there is a, another Stephen King miniseries we need to finish first, but I can't remember which one it That's is. That's fine with me. I mean, I'm not. We did the Langoliers, we did the Tommyknockers, we did the um, Maximum Overdrive. You're the one with the computer one? in front of you. Yeah. So Stephen King miniseries. I, I thought there was a fourth sci-fi themed story of his. That got made to a movie. Hmm. Hey, All right. You got a computer. Well, we'll be we'll surprise everybody. TBD. Okay.